Welcome to the Dear Single Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Clarence. Come on in. Let's have some good old mom chat where we will laugh, cry, and maybe even sing together. In this podcast, we will be discussing dating God's way, sex, yes, even sex, and how to abstain while single, entrepreneurship, co-parenting, and many other topics. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Single Mom. Dear Single Mom. Mm -hmm. Dear Single Mom. Listen, I really want like a really dope hip theme song so if you're listening to this and you know somebody please send them my way at the end of this podcast i'm gonna give you um how you all can get in contact with me it's also in the description box in the other episodes i just really just like one from different something hip you know what i'm saying but anyway i'm super duper excited today I mean, I'm always excited about every episode, but I'm super, super duper excited today because I have the first man of God with me on the show, and this is just going to be start of something new because I actually want to bring on more men of God on the show for my ladies, you know. Um, I actually think probably, what y'all think about this? Y'all let me know. The next episode, or in a few episodes to come, maybe bringing some men of God together and Let's get to pick their brains on what they look for in Christian women. I think that'd be super dope. But anyway, I'm super duper excited. The first man of God on the show with me today is Pastor Christopher Hosey. Um, listen, y'all, guard your hearts with all diligence, okay? Um, <laughs> it's going to be real. It's going to be raw. But this is a man of God that's definitely, I definitely know for a fact, he's definitely going to say it from a place of love um, and definitely from a place of not, not so to speak as he doesn't care about feelings, but he values what God is saying and his place in relationship with God to tell you the truth versus just telling you what to make you feel good. And we definitely all need a friend or somewhere in our lives, especially a leader like that um, in anything that we do. So Christopher Hosey is a husband and a father after God's own heart. He wants to use his zeal and energetic and straightforward personality to reach those who were raised in the same circumstances as he was. He attended Atlanta Christian College, which is now called Point University. He has served as a student leader. He has also served um, up under a ministry of no regrets and with that became certified as a sexual risk avoidance specialist by the National Abstinence Education Association. Um, it is just completely his desire to transform the community and to lead his people to Jesus so that they will live a life of peace even in the midst of a storm. Chris finds peace in his relationship with Jesus Christ and in his service. Everybody help me give a virtual welcome to Pastor Christopher Hosey. What's going on? What's going on everybody in the virtual land? What's going on Clarion? I appreciate you for having me on the show. I'm oh. excited. Thank you so much for deciding to do it and agreeing to do it. I really, really appreciate it. It's truly a blessing. I really get nervous when I ask people to be on the show because you never know what they're going to say. But by the grace of God, everyone who's been on has agreed 
to um, do it. So I'm super duper excited that we have you here on today. And listen, we're just going to go ahead and just dive right in. You know, Pastor Chris, he's married. And before he got married, his wife, he married, ladies. He's married, happily married. Happily. (laughs) And trying to stay that way, happily. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So don't be trying to shoot your shot, okay? Um, (laughs) But um, so eventually, like, what led you into ministry overall? Well, you know, just call it God. I know everybody normally says that, but I think, uh, as it was something I rejected, you know, I was, most times mm-hmm. people like, oh, you know, I just wanted to do it from from the birth there, or you know, when I came into Christianity, God just laid it heavy on my heart. You know, <laughs> I, listen, I, I ain't gonna see, I ain't gonna see and lie. When I first off, I come from the projects, you know, my my certain lifestyle, and you know, I wanted to stay in sin, even mm-hmm. when I fell mm-hmm. when I fell in love with Christ, it was a lot of things I was afraid to give up. But I had to surrender. And once I continued to surrender in my walk with God, I realized God wanted me to do something greater, something that was bigger than me. Right. I ran away from it for a while. Uh, you know, Jonah, Jonah, you know, just ran away. Yeah. <laughs> and then got, you know, got swallowed up in that well of life. And I was and I was and I was just like, all right, God, I ain't going to keep running because I see every time I run from you I, I'm still somewhere in some form of ministry and I see that it's bigger than me because I realized that people I was around wasn't exposed to God or didn't have an understanding of God like I did and the more I you know surrendered to him you know the, as the Bible said that peace that transcends all understanding that peace that's beyond you you know come came upon me and I just I just couldn't ignore it no more and Boom. <laughs> Seventeen years later, I'm you know, I'm preaching in the same hood I I caused a lot of trouble in. So Oh wow. <laughs> wow. Well praise the Lord for the calling. It is definitely a calling. You hear me? It's definitely yeah, a calling. Yeah, yeah. You definitely have to be called to do that. That's not for everybody. Some of us are called to the pulpit, some of us are called to the marketplace. Know your place, please. That's true. Um, <laughs> um so listen, so like I said, ladies, he is happily married, okay? And before you guys got married and became one, um, your wife, she had two kids. Now, initially, what attracted you? And I'm, I, I, I mean, let's be real. What attracted you to someone with two kids previously, you know? I think, you know, for me, it wasn't even really about her having children mm. be, um, because that wasn't, like, at the top of my mine it was something that was shared within the first date Mm -hmm. um but i think it was more about her personality my wife has a great way of never meeting a stranger she she has a bubbly personality you can be her friend up front and i think i love that about her and then i felt like i could be my authentic self around her you know honestly and i tell my wife this i really didn't want to date a woman with kids mm-hmm. because it was something I had done before and it's you know not knocking um dating women with kids but mm-hmm. they different every situation is different uh, invited me to the show because I felt like I've dated every type of ch- woman with children and it was just something that I felt like 
all right, I'm a single man with no kids. That's something that I don't know if right. I want to do again because of my previous situation. And it wasn't even about the people. It's because I get attached to kids very well. And it's always, mm-hmm. it always hurts when you got to separate yourself from the person and the kids that you built such a relationship with, right. great relationship with. But with my wife, it was, she was like, it, the personality and the chemistry and everything was so amazing. I was just like, I'll be a fool not to continue mm-hmm. the journey with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be a fool to, I'll be a fool to just be crazy enough to say, nah, I don't want to talk to her no more. So I was just like, man, I'm gonna give this a shot. Um, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna see what, I'm gonna take it day by day. And the, me and my wife had so much chemistry that everything mm. was just consistent from the day. I don't think we've ever been apart since the first date we had. The first date we had was like we've been together yeah. ever since. So, oh wow! I'm talking about like the first day we, yeah, the first day we really met to now we've we've been together. It wasn't no oh let's take a break and see mm. where this go mm-hmm. or you know people. For, people go their own way or you know people stop talking or it slows down everything has been high paced since the first day we met I mean so that made me take that shot it was just Mm -hmm. her consistency and everything about her and she made me comfortable so I jumped in and I all right all right I love it I love it I love it so listen now you know, because you said she told you on the first day that she had kids and that just wasn't your preference. <clears throat> listen, ladies, <clears throat> listen for that. Sometimes it may not even be your preference, but um, <clears throat> that's another episode for another day. But so just even with that within itself. So let's be real. What were your thoughts and what was it like dating, you know, a single mother as you guys began to progress on your relationship, make your intentions known? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Um, did you have to spend a lot of time in prayer? You know, like, what was it like as you guys continued through that journey of dating and, you know, leading up to marriage? Well, I mean, I will say dating a single mom mm-hmm. ain't for everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. ain't built for it. You know, not not everybody's built for it. And to be honest with you, a lot of single mothers not ready to date. True. They just think they are because they don't want to be they don't want to be alone. Everybody yeah. want companionship. So a lot of people aren't aren't ready for to date. My wife was, you know, she was ready to date and not only was she ready to date, mm. she was ready to be married. So, you know, with her with her already having that understanding that she wants to be married she realized there was a certain level of submission she had to mm. give to God and a certain certain piece in certain pieces of her heart she had to be willing to open up to. So dating my wife, it was it was easy, but it was also I mean, you go through the hoops that you go through with dating any woman with children. You what well, I tell men like when you dating a woman with children, mm-hmm. you have to be patient. You know, whenever you date somebody who has children, yeah. you have to be patient. And because they have other responsibilities that they got to calculate. Do I got a babysitter? Mm -hmm. Do I have a time? You know, am I ready with my wife? I just told her, you have to make time for me because if you want to date, it's your responsibility to make time. Even if you don't have time, because I, you know, I'm, you have, she had, she understood that I'm single. I got time to make for her. Yeah. I'm working two jobs, but I make time for her. And she had children 
but I had to be pa- I had to be patient and she had to make yeah. time and it was a balance. So you, you want to go on a date? What is your free time? This is what my free time looked like. I got to be home by this time. We can we got to go on breakfast dates right after I, she dropped the kids off at school. We got to go on dinner dates on the weekends, but that's when I have a sitter. We we had to work that in there, and it was it was a balance. Some days were better than others. Some days was like, man, I ain't really been able to see you. I know I'm sorry because the kids had a lot going on, and then and so it was it was just a, it was a give and it was a take, but it was about I think it was having that open line of communication during our dating phase mm. that was good. Like we set the standard up front. She set the standard up front. Listen, you ain't gonna right. meet the kids right now, you know. And I was fine with that. I didn't want to meet because I've been mm-hmm. down this path before. I didn't want to meet the children until mm-hmm. I knew yeah. we were serious. And yeah. she she already knew that too. So that was the standard for her. When when we serious, then you would meet the children. Okay, cool. That's that's perfect. And in that journey, we got to understand each other characteristics of, you know, to see if this we can move further. And then when they did get a chance to meet, I did get a chance to meet the, uh, my beautiful daughters. We we went out together. And by the way, my 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 daughters are older, so I know everybody's situation mm-hmm. is different. When I met my wife, my daughters mm-hmm. were um, my daughters were seven and. Uh, if I'm not seven and okay. 15, seven and 15, seven and uh, or seven and 14. Okay, so um, it was a right. different, it was different. So we, you know, she was allotted more, you know, more time than other people because our right, children were yeah. older, but it, it was a, it was a good, it was a good balance, it was a really good balance that we communicated about early so it made everything right. good wow that's really good let me point out some key things that he said ladies and for my fellas that's gonna be listening to this it takes patience it takes communication nobody can read your mind you need to communicate and that's both parties but definitely communicate what your expectations are when you begin today and another key thing that he said not every single mother is ready today so if you know that, you know, even if your heart is still hardened or that you still have feelings or that you still may be in love or still love the father of your children, hey, take time to deal with that first. Because you don't want to bring somebody into the situation that loves you and loves your kids, but you're so caught up on your past and the past person that you completely miss out on someone who could have been good and now not only you hurt your kids hurt he hurt just everybody is just hurt at the situation it's just not good at all so definitely make sure that you are ready to date and don't date just for companionship i mean anybody can have companionship but really serious i thought that was really good so with that being said so um, man, you just said a lot of great nuggets just in that yeah. aspect right there. But so once let me add to that. Mm-hmm. Please. Yes, I can hear you. you. So I was I I wanted to can you hear me? Mm-hmm. So I wanted I wanted to add to that something you said. Mm-hmm. Because I think I like I don't want people to skip over it. I think mm-hmm. what the thing is, listen, you're gonna have some residue ladies. You you're gonna have some residue and you're gonna have your mind set up on how you want things to go. 
And if you if you have that where your mind is so mm-hmm. set up that you're not willing to budge, then you're gonna miss out on a great opportunity to be with, to be with a good man because your mind gonna be so set on the fact that if he does anything mm-hmm. parallel to my to what my ex did to me, I'm out. And just because it's parallel don't mean it's the same. You know, it may seem similar, but you can't get mad yeah. because oh, he played the game. My ex just played the game all the yeah. time too. You know what? I ain't <laughs> taking it. You know. It's like you're going to have, with, with that being said, you're going to have some residue. You're kind of breaking up on us, Chris, a little bit. Expect some residue. You're going to have some hurt. A lot of yes, people I don't know if they're ready for a relationship until they get into a relationship. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, hmm. A lot of people don't know if they're ready for a relationship until they get in a relationship. And when you get into a relationship or you start dating, I won't even say get into a relationship. When you start dating, you have to be self-aware to some of the things that are triggers to you based off of your previous hurt. Pastor uh, Chris, you still kind of breaking up. Hey, uh, hey, Chris, you're still like breaking up. We back. All right. Did y'all miss us? I know, right? <laughs> We're back. So listen, ladies. So before um, we took a little break there, a little intermission there. Um, so I was saying that, listen, one of the key things and just to point out a few key things that he said was that just because you're a single mother, every single mother is not ready to date, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you're not ready to date. Take that time, love on you some more, do something for you, start a business, do something that you want to do. And also it takes, for my fellas that's listening to this, and even for my ladies, when you're looking for a guy um, to date, patience and communication is very key in dating a single mother. And so you know, you definitely want to make sure that you know that, hey, if you still got feelings for your child's father, or you still think you may be still in love with him or still love him, please deal with that first, because you don't want to bring somebody who could be potentially great, not just for you, but for your children. And because you didn't take care and deal with those things that you needed to deal with firsthand, Mm -hmm then it messes up and you hurt, your kids hurt, he hurt. It's just a whole big old mess. Now you have to, right, now you have to deal put deal with something else with something that could have been avoided with that. Yeah, you made a, you made a strong point. And the one thing I will say that a lot of women, single mothers need to understand is that you probably won't know if you're ready for a relationship until you get in a relationship. Mm. Because I think initially everybody gets succumbed to the basic feelings of wanting to be in a relationship, wanting companionship. That's natural. Nobody wants to be by themselves. Right. But a lot of times people don't know if they're ready for something serious until they start dating. And then they realize they have more residue than they thought they had. Mm-hmm. And I think it's essential that when you start talking to somebody that you're very transparent 
and that you're self-aware of things you need to work on. Right. And that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean, oh, just because I got things to work on, I shouldn't date. Because those be the women that be, that you know, single mothers, I ain't gonna never date again. And, you know, I'm always, every man is the same. I hurt. Like, no, everybody's not the same. Every People are different. You know, you can't find a great man. You're worthy of finding a good man. Don't, don't, just because you've been hurt by somebody, don't just shelter up and be alone. Mm-hmm. But you got to be understand you're going to have to go through the rigors that come with dating. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through some ups and downs. And just because you, and I hear women say that single mothers say this, I don't have the time. I got kids. Well, if you're trying to date, you're going to have to find the time. Right. Yeah. And you're going to, you know, you're going to have to find the time to go through the stuff that everybody goes through when you date, the ups and downs until you find the right person. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to put, just because you have children don't mean you shouldn't put yourself out there or you're not going to deal with the the crap that comes from dating because dating can be very crappy at times, mm-hmm. you know, because you got to go through getting to know somebody. And then you, when you do meet somebody that's really good, you got to be self-aware of the, the, I'll always call the dust, the residue that comes from being hurt. You got to know, okay, he did this. He didn't mean to hurt me. I see his heart. But I realized that triggered me because my ex did it or, you know, and when he did it, you know, it, it, it's hurtful. Mm-hmm. So let me make him, let him, let me make him aware and let me make myself aware that, hey, I got to still, there's still certain things I got to work through. So when you learn that there will be things you have to work through, then you're more patient. And that's what I think a lot of single mothers have to do. Not only men have to be patient dating a single mother, but the single mother has to be patient also because in my case I didn't have children so there was a certain level of responsibilities that I didn't have that she did that I had to be patient with her and she had to be patient with me because we come from two different worldviews so you know that that is very helpful just be mindful of the residue yes that's really good that's really good so now with her kids being older they weren't like you know walking around talking baby gibberish and things like that um how did you i guess in retrospect earn their love and their their respect i mean because you said that you got along well with kids in your previous relationships with kids but how did you you know earn their love and the respect in this situation Mm -hmm. here with your marriage Oh uh, well, honestly, my my wife set the tone. Okay, wow, and, wow. And she, my wife, set the tone with that. I shouldn't. I I deserve the respect simply from being a human person. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I have to still earn their respect. But what I mean by that is, my wife let them know when we made it official and we started dating. Hey, this is who I'm dating. You're going to show him respect. Yeah. You know, she. It, it wasn't. You know, it was just simply. We we we're going to give everybody the respect as a human that they deserve. Mm-hmm. So she said the tone. There was a certain level of respect that she required from them mm-hmm. to give to me. But how did I earn their personal respect? It you know we I, I allowed them to be transparent. Mm-hmm. You know I took them out once. You know we went out on group dates, um, and I let them voice their opinion, and then eventually asked the relationship progressed more, you know, my wife and um, allowed me to take them out by myself. So mm-hmm. we went to dinner and I, I I asked them, I was like, hey, are there any questions you want to ask me? I think it's unfair for me 
not to ask you ask you all your opinion and get to know what's on your heart and you know ask me anything Mm -hmm. and believe it or not you know at their age they were very mature about they asked some deep questions they asked me some really deep questions not just the basic question that do you like my mama no it's just like what are your intentions like Mm -hmm. that was that was a question what are your intentions do you plan on and what do you see down the road you know um, what are your goals for this if if y'all continue to go further and you know at that age, at their age I was just like man I didn't expect these hard hitting <laughs> you know CNN questions like you know but but I gave I gave them that opportunity to be transparent without feeling like they're gonna get in trouble you know if you didn't like me tell me what you don't like about me tell me what you think I can work on tell me you know, if I did anything to offend you along this process, you know, tell me, you know, your true heart, your true feelings. You don't want, do you want your mom today? Why, why not? So we just had that conversation and, and the more transparent I was with them and they, they seen that once I was, I was honest with them and I allowed them to, you know, speak their mind and with respect that I think we, we just bonded real good. And honestly, I have such a bond with my girls that people never know that, oh, you know, you those aren't your blood. Shit. Like, you couldn't tell us no different wow, because yeah. of the bond that we have. You know, I, I I don't say, I don't like the word stepchildren. I hate that word, me personally. So those are my daughters and we built a bond that nobody can break because we I took mm. the time to personally get to know them, you know, and that's how I think wow. I got the respect. That's great. That's beautiful. Just hearing that, and yeah, at that young age, they were not playing with you, like, <laughs> like at all. Uh, no, nah, man, they, they were FBI. Man, I was like, what? They, they were. They they had questions. Yeah. I'm just like, am I in court? What going? Let's go. What's going on here? Let me make sure. I'm thinking. Hey, let me just take you out to dinner and let me answer. One or two questions, y'all gonna be eating food. Yeah. No, they brought out the pen and the pad. Hey, brother, we're going. We we no, we're right. going through wow. this. So yeah, they, it, it was it was good, and, and then it made it made it it made it better because uh, I think I'm you know I'm a big kid at heart, so it wasn't I wasn't trying to be intimidating. I wasn't trying to shut them up. I was I was letting them be themselves, but. And like I said, my mm-hmm. wife had already set the tone with the level of respect, so it made it easier for both of us. Uh, and then, and then at the same time, I think I gained their respect because they seen mm-hmm. my consistent. Kids pay attention, so they, you know, what I'm saying they seen my consistency. I, I, we, I didn't meet them for I think, uh, man, for a few months. I couldn't, I can't picture, but it wasn't just all the real. I didn't really meet them face-to-face for months a lot of stuff was like slow you know first it was the phone mm-hmm. then FaceTime you know when it, when I'm on the phone with her and then in person so we had already built up to right getting to know them they seen me they heard me they seen me virtually then they seen me in person by the time you seen me in person you kind of got a sense of who I was you were still nervous but you was like hey we've been we've been slowly talking right. to this guy for some months so yeah, that's really cool. good. Um, ladies, he said his wife now set the tone. 
you have the ability to set the tone. I think often of a time we can kind of, and I'm old school when it comes to this. If it's an adult, you respect the adult whether I'm dating them or not, but he said that his wife set the tone. So even if you are looking to start dating, that's really good to know. Set the tone for your kids so your kids aren't going around and just being disrespectful to whomever you want to date. And another key thing that he, I'm not sure if you ladies caught this, but a key thing that he said was take it slow. Take your time. If you feel like you're not, or you don't want to introduce your kids, that is you know, up to you. Don't feel pressure. If a man is pressuring you to meet your kids, he may not be the one because that's something you have to walk and deal with on your own. And of course, use discernment and wisdom with as well. So just with that, so now you guys get married, have this beautiful wedding, you and your daughters, you guys have a great relationship. Mm-hmm. Were you expecting them to call you right, dad right. immediately? Oh, uh, no, I wasn't. Like, it would, you know, it, they, no, they, my, my, my daughters now, they call mm-hmm. me Chris, and I'm fine with that, you know, because they, it started off Mr. Chris, and, um, force it on them because they are my they they do say it I know they mean it but it's it's still it doesn't it hasn't clicked right they're just not something that clicked with them to say because I'm not going to force it Mm. and it's not something I wanted to force you know so there are moments when we around people and they be like where's your dad they're like oh there go my dad right there you know Mm -hmm. hey dad my dear neighbor hey Chris come here you know, so to me, I didn't, I didn't really care about that. It was more about the relationship. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, when they, when they first said it, when it was first mentioned, it did like, oh, damn, man, my heart just grew big. Like, you know, oh. you know, it really, really, really grew big. And at my wedding, I think at our wedding, I proposed to the girls on the stage. Mm-hmm. So I proposed to them and let them know, like, Aww. at the end of the day, I ain't, I'm not going nowhere. I'm here for y'all. I love y'all. Yeah. Where y'all let me be y'all dad? And they said, yes, that's all I need. That's all I needed, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's all I needed. Once they said, yeah, and it's how they said it, my daughter, my oldest, like, duh. So it was just like, that. I, didn't, I don't need to hear dad. And I don't need to hear them say dad because... I understand the bond and the chemistry we have and you know the relationship is more important than them saying that so no no it wasn't I wasn't really pressed I wasn't stressed for them to say it even to this time I'm not stressed for them to say it because everybody knows you know they know I know world knows so So for you know my fellas that's out there listening you know I know you've kind of given some key nuggets but for you know, the gentleman or for the men that's going to be listening to this, what wisdom um, or further wisdom would you give them on even just, let's start off with pursuing a single mom or just not only pursuing, but taking it to that next level and dating a single mother? Yes. 
Right. All right. So this is where we get to the to the meat. This is where mm-hmm. we get to the meat. You know, this because there's a lot of stuff we can talk about. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna get to the meat. So for the fellas, you all right. First off, you gotta know if this is what you right. want. Because everybody ain't everybody ain't built for it. You're not if you're not if you and you it's okay. You don't have to feel pressured. Absolutely. Just because you don't want to date a woman with children. It don't make her any less valuable women. It don't make you any less valuable if a man say he don't want to date right, you. Yeah. No, you should actually be happy about that because everybody ain't built to date a person who has children. Everybody's not built like that. So, man, you got to know if this is something you want. And if you want to date a woman who has children, you mm-hmm. got to be able to, you got to know what you want because I'm telling you, when you date a woman with kids or anybody, you know, you dating that woman, she knows what she wants. She already know what she wants. She done been through the ringer. She got children. She ain't trying to play the game. And if she's trying to play games, that obviously that ain't the one you yeah. want to be with. But the vast majority of women with children who have already come to a place, because children put you in a place of, I got to get my stuff together. So, because I got I got responsibilities. I got people who looking looking up to me to take mm-hmm. care of them day in and day out. So if you're trying to date a woman who do have kids, you got to come into it knowing that you got to have that mindset if she wants something serious. You know, unless she tells you otherwise, you need to come into it like, mm-hmm. all right, am I really ready for something that can potentially lead to mm-hmm. a serious, strong relationship? Um, you have to be patient very patient because it's a lot of things they don't know they have to heal from until yeah. they get with you um, and you can be a super awesome person you can be a good man and that can be frightening also to them to a lot of women because the last time I you know I hear a lot from single mothers and from my experience because I you know because any of my relationships that I've dated when I've dated women with children it didn't go out bad it wasn't something that was just, oh, you did me wrong, you right, hurt, yeah. you know me. No, it was just, just like any relationship. Oh, I just didn't click after a while. You were a good person, but it's not. We're not meant forever. So you know, I think as so for a man, you have to be. You got to understand that you being a good man mm-hmm. can bring out some things in them that they may say, "Hey, I, I man, I, I thought I was ready for a relationship, but I'm not. I'm not ready for the structure." Of a relationship, the seriousness, the expectations that come from being in a relationship. Yeah. You got to be okay with her saying, I need time to deal with that. I need you to be patient with me. And you got to be okay with her saying, Well, I don't want to be in a relationship. So, and if you, you know, so that's that. If you date a woman with children, you got to realize you need to open your mouth and communicate. And I know this is where um, I'm going to probably ruffle some of the women mm. with children. Uh, uh, you going to have to let her know that she don't run the relationship, that y'all work together. And the only reason I say that is because a lot of times, if you, a lot of people mm-hmm. or a lot of single mothers will, they have to take care, especially if the child's father isn't in their life. And if he is, you know, she already got a wall up. That's one. She got a wall up because she been hurt. Two, she don't want to go through that hurt so she's probably stripping away anything she feels mm-hmm. will uh, get her hurt. And sometimes, unfortunately, that is a sensitive nature. Yeah. That is the soft side for some of them. You know, you're overly aggressive, very demanding. I know what I want. If it's not this way, 
then I don't want it at all because I don't got time to play games. I don't got time to waste. Listen, we understand that, but at the same time, we working together. I am not another one of your children. I am somebody you're trying to date. So we're going to communicate about what we don't like. We're going to talk about what we don't like, Ooh. and we're going to work together. And they're still in a dating phase. There's still some form of submission mm-hmm. that you probably ain't gave up since your last relationship that you're going to have to give up when you dated me. And that ain't that ain't always what somebody wants to hear. Because I know for my wife, the one thing I told her is, I'm, at the end of the day, I'm still a man. Yeah. I'm not a child. You're not yeah. going to talk to me as a child. When you get mad, you're not going to raise your voice to me like I'm a child. And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of single mothers know they're doing it. They, it's, it's natural. It's natural that I'm raised, you know, when I talk to you, when I raise my mm. voice, because I've been doing this with all, I've been doing this for my children, you know, it's a natural instinct. Hey, sit down, be quiet, what y'all doing? So when y'all, when y'all, when y'all in an argument, her tone may go back to that, or she may be demanding with yeah. something she wants done because that's what she, how she normally talking to the kids to get something done. And sometimes you got to sit back and say, I'm not one of the children. I'm your man. And it's going to be some give and take. You're not going to always get your way. So you got to, as a man, you got to be able to set your boundaries and be like, I like you, but you won't talk to me like this. I like you, but as a man, I still I'm still deserving of respect mm. and some especially if you get in a relationship mm-hmm. and it's exclusive, I'm still deserving and even marriage, I'm still deserving mm. of submission. I'm still deserving of being your being the head because you've been you've been the head yeah. for so long, you're gonna have to pass that, that baton. I've earned it, especially if we marry, I've earned it. Mm-hmm. You know, I deserve it. You know, so there's a level of submission, you know, that I, I I am required. I deserve, and you're not the head anymore. I know you were when you were single and you had to take yeah. it, but I am the head. I have to plan, provide. We provide and plan together, but we do this together and not you by yourself. So most mm-hmm. men, what they do, and fortunately that I, that I don't like at least um, that some mm-hmm. men do. I won't say all. I can't use the word all because I know everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Um, is that you just like, oh, you know, long she happy. You know, and then you just let everything go. And most of them just, oh, as long as you're happy, as long as the kid's happy, you get your way, you get whatever you want. And then what happens is you set the standard that she can get whatever she wants. So then when she does, she's doing mm-hmm. something that you don't like. Yeah. She's doing something that you don't like, but she's been doing it. It's going to be hard for you to tell her no because you didn't already set the tone that she can Ooh. do whatever she wants. And if you don't step up, and if you don't step up and take the leadership role, she's still gonna feel like all I did was inherit another child. Like I need some, I need somebody who's gonna lead me, you know. Um, so you got to be able to put your. And I don't like to use the front, front phrase "put your foot down," but you got to be able to set the standard. You got to set the tone and say, "Hey, we doing this together. We in this together." But there's a certain level of respect I desire and I deserve. I know you've been hurt before, but I am not him. Don't take his hurt out on me. Um, so we gotta we gotta go that route. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, that's what I was telling mm-hmm. men. It's, it's still a lot of stuff I tell women. You know, a single mother, you gotta be willing to be trans- yeah. submissive. If you you not, then you're not ready for no relationship. Because the last thing, the last thing I'm gonna do is date any woman that's gonna little boy me. You're not gonna little boy. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna little boy me like. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to tell me or talk to me any kind of way and make me feel uh, feel some mm. type of way. One of the other things, you know, one of the other things is, I know, I know, like, men are not your escape. We're not your, 
we're not like just because I see it happen. Oh, the man got to be able to provide for me and my kids. That's good, but you got to mm-hmm. help because that was your responsibility before you got with me. So I am not a bank that you can just come to now that you're dating me. You don't got to work no more. You don't got to do nothing no more. It's, it's up to me to, you know, take care of you and the kid. Yeah, when we came into it, I said, I knew I, knew I, I was going to add extra right. responsibilities. Yeah. But it's also your responsibility to also help because you will have to do this if I'm here or not. You know, you mm-hmm. cannot get a man and just say, okay, you know what? Yeah, I made it, right. girl. Yeah. I got a man that's going to take care of me and my family. Because then what's going to happen is if you don't show that man appreciation, he's going to burn out and he ain't going to want to be there no more. So he's not your, he's not your escape. He's not your excuse mm-hmm. to, like, throw your burdens on him and be like, you know, yeah, girl, I made it. No, you still going to have to carry your weight. He just going to carry more of it. You know, because I know that was, for me, I felt like, Mm-hmm. I was not about to date no woman who felt like, oh, you got to come right. and take care of me and my kids and I ain't got to do nothing. Well, if that's the case, we're not going to work together and I can be by myself. Why would I, you know what I'm saying? I could be by myself. Why would I, why would I want to date a woman who just going to come right. in and say, hey, this your responsibility now. I get to be, you know, I get to do whatever I want. Go out to the club. You can, you know, you gonna watch kids, and you know, I, I ain't gotta work as hard no more. You know, yeah, cause my husband, my man, make all the money. Mm-hmm. A man should make all the money. A man should take care. Look, baby, if I left here, you gonna have to pay this rent, pay this car, no, pay this light and gas bill, and both of your children. Wow, so, it's only right that you carry more of the weight. You still have I to have contribute. Nothing left to say. That was a mouthful. Right there, and he said many, many nuggets, not just for men, but for women as well. So for my single mamas, y'all listening to this, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna even go back and play it and pause it and write down my little notes because that was just a whole mouthful right there. But outside of all of that, man, listen, the biggest thing, especially for um, my single mothers, listen, pray that that's outside of these practical steps that you can do and, and healing and things like that. Prayer is so key in this. If your spirit or something and you you just saying, oh, something just don't feel right. Hey, don't don't keep on pursuing it because it's that something that may yeah. save you and your kids some hurt or whatever may be going on in the future with him you know i've heard stories of women say to me man just something just didn't feel right in the beginning but i still pursued and then years later you're in an abusive relationship and verbally physically and but you like in the beginning you said that something didn't feel right go with that gut feeling if you don't feel right don't pursue it yeah don't ignore it Mm. You, know, you can't be willing. You can't be. Yeah, you can't ignore, it. And, and you can't be yeah. afraid yeah, to true. lose an investment. I think. I think we people, especially when you got children, you know, it's always a risk. You know, because it's it's other people. It's other people involved. You know, it's your children. Mm-hmm. You may have that. You may meet somebody. If you don't pay attention, you may meet somebody who may say one thing up front and then hurt you and then eventually hurt your children. I tell people like this, you right. got to treat it like the stock market. 
you invest, you invest, you invest. Once you see the numbers go down, you got to say, hold on now. Where is this going? Once things start getting bad and you got to be able to pull out at the right time. The problem is people get so emotionally involved with folks. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this happen to single mothers. They finally meet somebody who's not their child's father and they meet somebody good and they're good up front. They've invested all the time and into this person. Yeah. Maybe it's a year or so yeah. go by. Some of them are more afraid to start over than they're so afraid to start over that they're staying in this bad relationship again. So you can't be, so you got to start early with not being afraid to lose an investment. You're still worthy. Mm-hmm. You're still amazing. No matter if you have children or not, you're still amazing. Your children are amazing. You're amazing. You got to be, first off, you got to be connected to God. You got to have that strong relationship with God. And if that man ain't, don't have a strong relationship with God, that's already, you know, we believers. So that, that's already a no-no. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about, oh, yeah, I know Jesus. Oh, yeah, I watch yeah. Buffalo Dollar Joel Osteen on, on TV. Nah, what are you doing in your church? Are you active? Are you reading your Bible? You know what I'm saying? What does your walk look like? What is your consistency? People's consistency will say a lot about them, you know? Mm. So what are your what are you consistent with? What do you constantly do? And I ain't t- I'm talking beyond the whole fake phase that you get for the first two or three months. I'm talking about once you once you know once third fourth month start coming, then yeah. they start being a true self. You know what does that look like? And just because you got three months in the hole, don't mean you you should keep them. Let let them go. You know, you can't be afraid to lose on investment because you if you keep a car parked in somebody else's parking spot and when a person when the person finally wants to come to you, they ain't got nowhere to be. With that saying, if that good man, yeah. if the man who's in your life ain't the right man yeah. and you keep it, you got him parked in that spot and your good man wanna where your good man gonna park at? You you got you Absolutely. got his spot taken. So you gotta be able to say, you know what, you ain't the right one for me. I'm yeah. gonna let you go because I need to leave room for the man God has <laughs> for me. That yes, person. Sir. And let me ask you a question since mm-hmm. we on your show and people don't probably ask you no questions. Mm-hmm. You a single mother, you a single mother, you know, from what the conversations I know we've had before. Um mm-hmm. what are some things that you will want to know? Because I think the people want to relate. You know, they watch, they listen to your show. They love you. They like, yeah, this girl be telling all the real stuff. She knows where I'm coming from. Um, what are some things that you think? Yeah. Questions you think single other questions you right, think single right, mothers right. want to know yeah, from that's a man's really But um, I want to keep it real I think with y'all. That a lot I don't want people leaving here and feel like want to know. And I'm going to speak from a Christian perspective. And I may dib a little bit in a worldly perspective a little bit just to be realistic and practical, but I think that single mothers want to know, well, can he provide? Not just coming from an aspect of, you know, especially if you have one or the child's father that just doesn't do anything. Mm -hmm. Well, can he help me provide for my child or for my children? Is he stable? Um, Has he healed properly from his previous relationships? Mm -hmm. You know, can he, you know, is he willing to Mm -hmm. abstain from sex while we're dating can he be able to handle that even though because one thing that I've gotten even with just you know previously dating is that well you already got a kid what you mean you abstaining like what like what like and so when you get that then you know that you know what it was a pleasure meeting and talking with you but if you give me that question in the in my mind, you're not ready to abstain with me. 
So it was a pleasure meeting you. But if you have to question as to why and how I'm doing mm. it, then you're coming from a more worldly perspective of me. And you you just pretty much saying that you're not willing to wait. And I figured that out, of course, with going into conversations. I don't assume, but continuing the conversation. But I've gotten that question. So if you are, if you don't have somebody who is willing to abstain with you, that's not the person for you. I don't care how many kids you have. If you have decided to follow Christ and really put up and put away all your sinful words, you know, put up your sinful nature and wait for Christ. I don't care if you got 10 kids. If he can't respect that, that's not the person for you. So we definitely want to know, is he willing to abstain? Can he provide? Is he stable? Has he healed from his previous relationships and his hurt? Because don't nobody want to... I know and have talked with a few guys who have this savage mentality. And it's, it's, it's sad because they've been hurt. Some great guys, but they have a savage mentality. Well, have you healed from that? Have you taken yeah. the necessary precautions to deal with those things? And to also... Right. You know, something along the lines that you said, what church do you attend? What leadership are you under? How do you serve? Are you a part of a ministry? You know what I'm saying? What does your future look like? So I can see, well, am I willing to be a part and take that walk with you? Am I or will I be willing to endure those things with you? Because this is what you want to do. What has God called you to do? You know, so those are things that I think about as a single mother, um, you know, just dating or whatever. You know, these are questions that yeah. should be in your mind and that you can ask him. And don't be afraid to ask. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think women need to, like, you You using words that I tell women That's to true. stop. Don't just ask. Look. See. You know what I'm saying? Because I can tell you anything. Like, man, listen, if I'm a dirty, if I'm, I can feed you, a, I can mm-hmm. feed you a dream. I can tell you everything you want to hear. Maybe we gon' we gon' live on the clouds in a nine match mm. house. Maybe we good. But if you, <laughs> if you're not paying attention to somebody's actions and you allowing me to cloud your mind with love and emotions and blind you from the truth because mm. you're not paying attention to my consistency, then you have to blame yourself because you wasn't. You wasn't paying attention to the stuff that matters to you. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to dialogue with you. For instance, you made a reference because I have to I have to speak from a point of view of a man who didn't have children. When you said provide, oftentimes I that's feel a like big that's word. such a even though it may seem a simple task from from my point of view that that was like I feel like yeah it's a big word only because mm-hmm. I come from. Now, I'm going to use me and my wife because we had we had many debates over this and and we had great dialogue over this. So when I when you met me, I told when you met me, I could I was a I could mm-hmm. provide. I am. If, so if you ask me, I'm going to tell you, yes, I can provide at the time I could provide for myself. I had a, you know, I stayed in a one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me we lost you again. Chris. Oh, man. We did it again. 
I guess just just the enemy just don't want us to finish yeah. this. He 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 trying to he trying to cut us out. And I think you know what I think is when when a lot of I don't know what device you know you call them from, but when people call, I think it may interfere because somebody called me and it just completely cut it off. And it was oh, a, okay. it was potentially spam. So we recorded now the potentially spam is trying to keep us from. Right. Doing what we got to do, but I know exactly the point I was I was making. Okay, um, good. The point I was making was simply like when me and my wife started dating, you know, especially when you say provide, single mothers got to understand you got to have that conversation and you got to mm-hmm. be real you got to be realistic and you got to be patient also because you may meet a good person. And I was turned away by plenty of women because they felt I couldn't provide for them and their two kids, one kid, three kids, whatever the case may be, they mm. felt, oh, you can't provide for us. And I'm like, you're not being patient with me. You're mm. not allowing you're not a, you're not allowing me to catch up to to plan my life around yeah. you. Because like I said, I was in my career field. You know, I had been in ministry for a very long time and I was and as I was serving in ministry faithfully in a Mm-hmm. I understood, and it was partly me too. Also, on men, you date dating women, you gotta you gotta level up a little bit because, especially if that's what the task you want to take on, you 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 have to find a way to level up your finances if you want to take on that task. Right. So that's your responsibility, and then at the same time, the the uh, the woman has to say, "I have to be patient with him, and I have to work with him," mm-hmm. because for me. I, I got turned away because technically in the moment I didn't have enough money. In that dating phase, I didn't have enough money for mm-hmm. for them to see how you gonna take care of me and my children. And I felt that was unfair because it was like I have enough to take you don't see me struggling, you don't see me homeless. I have enough I, I'm lit I have an apartment. I'm fixing my credit so mm-hmm. I can eventually buy a house. I didn't want a house. I cause I wanted to buy a house with my wife. Right. So I intentionally stayed in apartments. So I'm fixing my credit. I'm saving up my money. Mm-hmm. I have me a car. I have, you know, my bills paid. I'm taking you out to dinner. You know, I got a vision. I got a plan. But mm-hmm. because you but because you have children, you want to see that vision and that plan now. now. Yeah. And it's not fair because it's like, hold on, you only want that vision and that plan now because the responsibilities you had before you got with me. Mm-mm-mm. So it's unfair that you put those responsibilities on me and mm. say, you need to have it now. And then the question is, do you have it? Yeah. Like, you can't, if you can barely take care of them and you saying, I gotta be able to take care of y'all. Hold on. You ain't being balanced right now because then it makes me seem like you're expecting more out of me than you expect out of yourself. So it's a two-way street, you know. Mm. You know, I so like I said, I had a lot of women turn me down because of that. And then, you know, that's one thing, another reason I love my wife, because when she seen me, she didn't just see potential, she seen actionable items. Yeah. She seen, she seen me grinding, she seen me working, she seen me, you know, when we got together and I realized I wanted to be with her, I was Ubering, I was working at Amazon, and I was doing ministry. Mm-hmm. So she so she seen she's seen, oh, this man is willing to do whatever it takes yeah. to make sure me and my family, uh, our family, soon-to-be family, will be okay. And then she was doing her thing. She had a job, you know, 
and as she was work and she was work she was working her job and she and she would she could already take care of her uh, the girls before we got together so she wanted she wanted a provider for us down the road because I think every woman needs to look for a man who can be a provider because because yeah. you don't want to you don't want to go that's just natural that mm-hmm. should that should yeah. matter you want you want a man who's gonna provide because y'all may have more kids uh, you may go through tough times and you want to make sure that man can lace up his bootstraps and get things done but in the early phases you can't have this expectation of oh if you don't have the finance the money right now to take care of us I don't want to be with you because that's uh, like that's you basically telling me I got to go from being able to find a one bedroom, you know, me staying in a one bedroom apartment to, oh, now I got to, I got to get a four bedroom house. Yeah. I totally agree with that. That's, that's really good. Look, look, I told y'all to guard your heart. Now, listen, now he stepped on a lot of toes with this one and convicted us, but that's really true. And that's the real expectation. So I guess yeah. I should have clarified that in me um and when I said provide. But the thing that and I wanna point this out. So before David became a king, okay, we're just gonna bring this back to a biblical perspective. Before David became a king, God sent Samuel to go and look. He had went through all of the brothers and God said no to all of the brothers. David was somewhere in the field, or no, shepherding the sheep. And God said, that is him. And now while Saul was still the king, God said, that's him. That's your king. And even then, in that moment, David did not become king right then. He served up under Saul. Now, he ran away a couple times, but he served up under Saul before he even became king. So even putting that and bringing that back around to a practical perspective, you have to see bigger. So if you know that this is somebody that you want to date, he has great qualities. He has shown you that he has great qualities. So he's just not talking, but he's showing you and proving to you, you need to see him for who God has called him to be. Not what you see in the now. Oh, he don't have this. He don't have this. No, 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 no. Because see, that's where you're going to mess yourself up. And then you might miss out on something. And also Mm -hmm. as women, you have the ability to... You know, now I know, Pastor Chris, we disagree with this one, but you have the ability to speak. You know what I'm saying? If you desire this man to do this or to do that and you discern and pray, well, what has God said about him? You know, because he's doing A, B and C now. But what has God called him to do? And you have to see that man in the future. And I'm telling you, that's pretty much what's going to keep you pushing. I don't think like I don't disagree with I don't. I, I guess I don't, well, biblically, mm-hmm. I don't agree with manifesting anything. You can't, you can't manifest nothing. Right. Only God can do it. Right, that. absolutely. What, yeah. I do, what I do believe in is that the power of the right, prayers of the righteous, available. Right, righteous. yeah. You know, I, I do believe you can pray for your, your, the person you're with. I believe you can lift those prayers on high. I do believe you can ask God to guide them and he will do, do said thing, you know, especially if they're operating in obedience with God. I think women have that, especially when you're married. My wife has elevated me to a status that I I would have been without exactly. her. Exactly. You know, that's that's the favor, you know, that she has, that it was just certain things about me that became better. Mm-hmm. Once we 
started dating and got married because it was her strength and it wasn't mine. Yeah. So that's the beautiful thing. A good woman can make a man better mm-hmm. and a good man can make a woman better. That's the benefit of us being together. Um, so I, I do believe when you can, especially if you got a man that's willing to listen, you can make your man better because women, you got to realize most of us men are, and especially if you grew up like me, I can't say everybody, but some of us are learning how to be leaders on the fly. Mm. So I, I didn't know everything. I didn't grow up. My dad was, you know, in my life, but he wasn't active in my life. And he didn't stay down here. So I was learning as I go on what it meant to be a leader. So I was learning learning through the word and learning how to be married and have healthy relationships. I was learning through the word. Mm. So I, I say I had mentors. I had men that can tell me and teach me. But when I, you know, got with my wife, I realized that there was certain, she had a certain perspective on life and I had to respect that. And she respected my perspective and she had strengths and I had to lean, I had to listen to her strengths because as a man, just because I'm a man don't mean I'm a knower everything or I have to have the answers for everything. Yeah. I'm willing to say, baby, baby, I don't know. I need your help. And women got to be, you got to be willing to know your man may not know everything and he, 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 he's not perfect. Yeah. So you may you may have to teach him some things that he didn't know. And you can't think, oh, it's common knowledge because my ex used to do this. I never had to change my oil or I never had to, you know, do this because in previous relationships, well, it's not this relationship. Everybody's yeah. different. Everybody learns differently. Everybody has. And we have to grow canvas single mothers you have to be a blank mm. canvas again you can't be a dirty canvas asking over it you got to be a blank canvas <laughs> saying, let's learn together and if i can leave if, you know if i can say anything i know this gonna women shoot your shot like mm. like like i'm telling you listen uh, listen i'm about to be 100 i think the church has ruined women in that aspect i i really do because of uh, the Bible preach a lot of these preachers yeah. are teaching this gospel description wrong. A man that finds a wife, and I know some are gonna quote it after me. A man that finds a wife, finds a good thing, or obtains favor. And they take that word to say a man is supposed to find the woman. I would challenge you on to read that word in its original language, that word find. Not, so you gotta uh, be like found. You, you gotta be in a place to, to find to it. Search for you. No, that means that word means to stumble across. Like when I mm-hmm. met my wife. Yeah, not even just in a place of finding, not even that, I will even go farther. It's not even about the as, the active aspect of looking mm. or being found. It's the, it's the position that when I met my um, wife, we started, my wife flirted with me first. My wife, I'm going to tie it in how the scripture mm. still matters. My wife flirted with me first. And we got married. I found my wife. I stumbled across my wife mm-hmm. at a wedding. This is my wife. I stumbled across her. And I, I found a good thing because yeah. Bible is very high on marriage. And yeah. the favor that comes from her life because she has giftings and abilities and talents that I don't have. That's favor. Mm-hmm. That's added favor to my life. So it ain't about man who it ain't about who looks first. Yeah. It's a simple fact that I found a wife. Not everybody is in a not every woman is wife biblical wife material yet. Some people have to work towards that. And not and then at the same time, you know, I, I I'm not dating anymore. I found a wife. 
You know, so I found a good Ooh, thing. Child. So if women can stop getting out this mindset and that, oh, a man has to find me, he has to say something first. That's not what that scripture is saying. That scripture is just saying what y'all get. That scripture is saying, that scripture is basically saying, when he finds you and y'all get married, he found a good thing because he found his wife. He, he stumbled across his wife. He stumbled across his wife. You know, so meaning, meaning, with that being said, shoot your shot. Women don't understand that you have a, I, I'm Ooh, a firm child. believer that you got a higher percentage mm-hmm. of uh, finding your man faster That's than true. somebody who just sits back and waits. Because not, the, the problem is a lot of y'all women ain't used to rejection. Yeah. Men used to rejection. Men are used to being, men are used to being told no. We've become right. adjusted to. Now I'm not saying they handle it well, but we we know it's part of our life. You're gonna be rejected. You gotta flirt. Yeah. Well, you can't be afraid <laughs> to be rejected. It's a part of the dating phase. You can't be a, you can't be afraid to somebody tell you no. I'm not telling you to be aggressive. I'm not telling you you got because I know a lot of people about to say that right now. I'm not saying you gotta walk. Around, hey, shorty, let me get your number. Yeah, like, I'm not telling you to do that. Women shoot your shot. When I say shoot your shot, it's gonna look different than how a man shoot his shot. Y'all can do the simple things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can do the simple things. You can smile his way a lot. You can look at him. You can put yourself in a position where he's talking to you all the time. And if you are, and if you yeah. are aggressive, you <laughs> aggressive because it may be a turn on to certain people. Because when my wife started playing with me first, it wasn't subtle. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it, you know, it wasn't subtle. I knew she was flirting with me. And I'm like, oh, she's flirting. Okay, let me shoot. Let me go mm-hmm. ahead and lock this, lock this in. I want her number. But she made it easier for me to do that. She allowed, she paved the way and she allowed me to, uh, she made it easier for me to get yeah. her number because she, <laughs> she made it clear. Hey, I like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, you know, I want you to get my number. What's up? And if and it, I mean, even if a woman, even I, I don't, I'm telling you, right. if any man watch this show, if you get ten men and you ask them, some men may say they don't like that because everybody don't like the same thing. But I bet you more times out of nine, uh, no man is if a woman came up to a man and he found her attractive and she said, "Hey, I think mm-hmm. you're a handsome man. Um, would you, you know, however you want to say it." Would you mind? I would. I would really like to get to change numbers. Ain't no man gonna say no. to a woman he yeah, find attractive. No, no, I don't want your number because I gotta come to half of your number first. <laughs> I'm just right. telling you. So the only reason they gonna say no is if they just right. don't find yeah. you attractive, which is okay. That don't mean you ugly. That means you ain't their type. <laughs> it's okay. You gotta get used to. It. So, ladies, if you got that man at work. That man at your church, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't got to ask him, run up to him every time and say, hey, can you pray for me just to get his attention? Uh, <laughs> oh, child. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Hey, don't look. Just be like, listen, I think you handsome. Hang out sometime. I'm telling you, shoot your shot. Steph Curry, that thing. Kevin Durant, that shot. And ladies, if you don't know any of those, y'all go ahead and hit that ball. <laughs> go ahead and hit it as hard as you can. Shoot your shot at that man. Go for it. Like, right. I'm telling yeah. you, you're not going to get turned down if he finds you attractive. 
because in women, and I know someone be like, well, if he find me attractive, he should come up to me. He going to come up to me. Listen, it don't always operate like that. You you know what I'm saying? Because we may think, you, I'm going to be honest with you. I had the hard, I, I, I have the hardest time. I'm not that guy that can, like, I know some of my homies are. They can go mm-hmm. up to any woman they see on the street. Hey, what's how you doing, beautiful? Um, mm-hmm. what's your name? Mm-hmm. I want to get to know you. I ain't gonna lie, I just didn't have that much confidence. For me, I gotta make yeah. you laugh. If I can get around you and make you laugh, all right, cool, I got it. Mm-hmm. So some men may not know how to navigate how to talk to you because they don't know they men don't want to be rejected yeah. either. When women gotta understand that men don't want to be rejected either. We don't want to be told no to a woman we find beautiful, a woman we want to get to know. We don't want to be told no. So some men are reserved and they wait for the right time. And sometimes they wait too long. So don't always say, yeah. oh, you got to do it. If you wanted me, you would have said something. It ain't always that easy. And some of y'all don't, you know what I'm saying? Some of y'all, we yeah. just don't know. <laughs> we don't want to be told, boy, get out of my face. You thirsty. You want to hear that? Yeah, so, so it makes it easy. It just makes it easy. And then you can let him be the aggressive down the line. If you're aggressive up front, let him be aggressive. Once he gets your number, that's his job to be aggressive. And you can let go and be like, I hope he calls me because he's very unattractive. Yeah. If you call it like 30 times and he ain't gay, he and right, he ain't gay. Wow, we just got a whole whole mouthful (laughs) at the crib. Oh, wow! You know, I gotta keep it, I gotta keep it 100 because I want to, I want, and I really want, I really want people to see the beauty because I don't like the stigma. I'm not even gonna lie, women, I understand. Mm-hmm. I don't like the stigma that's often attached to a woman who has children. Because to me, I ain't gonna lie, it was, Eli, as I said, I've dated women with children before. It's always been a beautiful experience, especially with women who know what they want. Because you, for me, I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted marriage. So when I started dating, uh, women yeah. with children it was more about they knew they ain't playing no games I felt like I felt like I didn't have right. to worry about her playing games I'm not saying everybody is like that so I don't want you men if you listen to this show like oh yeah they all like that but for a vast majority a lot of them have responsibilities and they don't got time for the games they don't got time for the are you know the club and every night <laughs> no they, they gotta be in the house by nine o'clock because them kids gotta be in bed Dinner gotta be cooked. Yeah. You know, you know, you know where she at. You know she with the kids. They in the back. You can hear them in the background doing homework, or you know, that for me it was it was a comfort level because I felt as if I'm getting mm. with somebody who's been through their childish phase. Was you know who who's who's ready to you know, uh, and then to me I love the mothering nature. Like, all right. I know that you want to see the best out of me. I know you want uh, you you ready to settle down. You ready for a good man to come in your life, and you know, especially if you're dating, if you're ready to date, that you, you you've kind of made your mind up to say, hey, let me try this out. You know, and they can be comforting, yeah, loving, true. caring because that's what they're doing every day with their children. You know, so it's a beautiful it's a it's a beautiful thing to me. You know, so that's why I enjoy 
being with my wife because naturally she wanted to see the best out of me because she don't she only wanted the best for her to be around her daughters and it made me comfortable because I didn't have to worry about if she was ready to settle down you know it was it was something she was ready to do so I don't like the stigma that's attached to single mothers I don't like that people think it's like oh I shouldn't date a woman with kids you know because they got too much going on I don't like all that you know they can still have fun they can still enjoy life you know you know, right, it's a it's right. a beautiful thing. I it just it just ain't for everybody. You know, and that's okay. Don't make right. nobody less valuable. It don't make anybody you know less worthy or nothing like that. It just everybody's mm-hmm. not prepared that's for true. that level of responsibility so fast. And and that was you know we all have that option to say that. And that was one like I said earlier. That was one of the reasons where I felt like you know for me. If I didn't have to date a woman with children, if I, I, if I felt like I had the opportunity to say yes or no, because I'm a single man, I don't have children, and I don't know. At the time, I was like, am I really ready mm-hmm. to instantly be a father? Because that is a, that is a journey itself. Yeah. Am I am I ready to instantly be a dad? I go, you know, I go from no you know i go from no children and being single to a wife and two kids am i ready for that and uh so i so i went well i prayed about it i i I sought god and then Uh. my wife came and she had children i'm like hold on god i just told you like six months ago that i i want to take my time with all this (laughs) now i meet this amazing woman this awesome blessed woman and now it's like right. okay, I'm about to be, you know, I can't just be a husband. I'm a husband and a dad. Like, why, why you do me like that? But it was, it, it was once again, it was seeking the face of God and knowing, like, okay, this is I'm ready. You know, I had some selfish reasons why I didn't want to do it, but I'm ready. I'm prepared. She amazing, yeah. and I'm not gonna turn down this blessing because wow. I want to be selfish. Well, listen, ladies, so, I hope you yeah. got all of that. Thankfully, this episode is up. You can play it, pause it, rewind it, do whatever you need to do. But yes, that's right. Listen, because this one, he dropped Share some it. wisdom Let for me, not just for the fellas, for the women too. Even for myself. <laughs> well, I'm going to go back and listen to this too. Y'all going to listen to next. Y'all going to listen to our episode next week and every week after that because. God has given her the uh, mm. gifting to share her testimony Amen. and to help people heal. So we, I'm, I'm great. I'm grateful for um for you just allowing me to be on this show and allowing me to share my testimony, allowing me to share my um insight. And I pray that Amen. God continues to bless this um podcast tremendously and it touches me amen well thank you so much Um, no it was an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show thank you so much for joining us i really really appreciate it man that was really good that was a really good episode but um also how can the people reach out to you because i know that you know outside of ministry there's some other things that you do outside of that how can the people get in contact with you 
or you can you can contact me on all social media platforms. Okay, Christopher Hosey, K R I S T O P H E R H O S E Y. That's on Facebook. You can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at Yo Preach Y O underscore Preach. Um, you can reach me on any of those platforms. Email the same way, first and last name at gmail.com. If you have questions, if you want to keep up Amen. with some of the things I'm doing, you can reach out that way. And great things are coming. Um, bigger Amen. Things are in coming. Jesus' name. And, um, and I am your I host, Clarion Brown. You can reach me if you have a topic you want to hear about or you want to discuss, you want to be a guest on the show. Um, you can reach me on Instagram at Dear Single Mom Podcast. And also on Facebook at Dear Single Mom Podcast. I will also put all of our contact information in the description box. So if you are watching this from Apple Podcasts, it's available. Google, Spotify, it is available for you to just be able to just copy and paste and be able to contact either one of us. I pray that this really blessed you. Um, I know it really blessed me and brought me back some reminders. Just really take these nuggets. Um, search out the word of God pertaining to them because we did come from biblical perspectives as well. But just really hide the word in your heart and above everything else, seek ye first the kingdom. Um, Pastor Chris, do you mind praying us out? Okay. Thank you. Yes, that is, I am more than welcome to do that. Um, <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for all the things that you're doing, Lord God. We thank you for how active you are in our life. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. And God, we just Amen. pray that you will um, provide for every woman, every person that's listening to this show, that they will find the things that you desire for in them Jesus to find, name. that anything that isn't like you, Lord God, will be purged out of their life, Lord God. We want you and only you. We want all of you and none of us. Amen. All right, Jesus ladies Christ, and gentlemen who listen to this pray. show. Until Amen. next time, I'm out. Peace.